crumble in the oven because you know me, cha. I'm always eating. I'm like the candy of our friend, like of our friendship. I'm like the candy. And <laughs> <laughs> I same hand. It's like same hand. Either I'm still eating dinner or you know dessert is in the oven, but me. But there's, there's something's going into my mouth at some point. Some eatery going on. Always some eatery going on. Eatation, eatery. How are you doing, Bo? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I haven't been feeling so well. I'm in the middle of like, for the last like 11 weeks, I've been having like, um, like these endo flare ups, like on and off. Yeah. But the last two weeks have been <laughs> rocking me to say the least. Yeah. And this time around, like I have like so many symptoms at once, like swollen feet, throwing up. I have a headache. My stomach is painful. It's too much. So like even most of today, I was literally just lying down. And my manager had even initially like offered me the day off because even on Friday, I had to work a half day because of it. Then um, my manager today was like, you can take another, like you can take the rest of the day off. Like, are you sure you're fine? But because I have so much work, it's one of those like tomorrow or whatever day I then feel better. (laughs) I'm going to be now working till 10 p.m. And I don't want to do that. I think I said to you today, on Friday, you leave things saying you're leaving them for Monday or Monday. Monday's here. Monday's here. <laughs> I've realized leaving work is the dumbest. It's actually the dumbest concept. Stupid. At the time, you feel like it's a wise decision. Like, okay, yeah. I'll leave it for tomorrow or I'll leave it for Monday. Or remember that Christmas period when everyone was like, we'll circle back in the new year. Then the new year came. They circled ah! back. They circled back. Yes. You're you looking, like, you looking like Scar in the Pride Lands when you know Scar was king of the Pride Lands, you're looking real dusty now. You look dusty. a little malnourished. You look like you made a mistake. Mm-hmm. So, so just do it. Yeah. I mean, I recommend working like if you work late, five thirty. Like five thirty to me is that that you know that thirty minutes. <laughs> Aside from that, y'all, no, 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 they know. I feel like I end up like working late some nights because it's like, um, and Tracy and I do the same thing. It's like a crisis management, like, white hat. You said white hat on, you know, the vibes, but like, even apart from crisis management and stuff, there are other times that I'm like, I know what this is going to do for like my anxiety levels and how like it's going to affect my mood in general if yeah. I now have too much work on a specific day. Like there are times where Tracy and I always talk about some weekends, like fine, it's it's a bad habit because capitalism has brought us to this point where we're here having to sometimes work overtime or on weekends. But at the end of the day, I'm here. Like, what am I going to do? If, no I'm, if I'm not busy, going to do the work. Yeah. No one else is going to do the work. I me not working on the weekend is not going to change my workload so on a weekend when i know that okay i'm not doing anything but literally binging on netflix and youtube i might take an hour or two to like get started on some stuff that i know that this week it's coming up so that when the week comes i can even you know get to check my phone i can tick tock a little bit i can yeah. sit down and breathe i'm still actually taking my lunch break as normal other than days where i have to do my lunch then i'm working until seven but i think what i'm trying to think about it as when that happens when like maybe i'm working i open my laptop over the weekend or i work you know i'm eight seven eight o'clock i'm still on the clock i think about 
our parents also had like guys it's not like our parents literally five o'clock they were done with work there were times when your parents would come home a bit later or there were times they would bring their work home you'd be like you have a work laptop like you'd actually be like i never seen that like i've honestly never seen you work from home or they're reading paper like there is that overlap sometimes i think maybe with us it's different because it's pandemic so you're thinking no there's already a crossover between work life and home life and it's just taking the piss at this point if at eight o'clock i'm still thinking but if I'm not saying you should work more because we don't have to travel in. Listen, I'm not Molly May or Kim Kardashian West, but I do think, yeah, I mean, it's normal. It's, I mean, let me not say it's normal. It happens. It happens. Not that it's normal. It happens that, you know, you stay over. It's, you know, it's, at least it's better because once you finish, you just close your laptop and you walk over to the store and you start cooking. And it's not like you're going to get on a long train. You're going to want to shower the day off. No, you've been in sweats all day. You've had slippers on. At least at least you have that. I think that's the good trade-off about working from home that you can. They, they're getting comfortable. Is, it's not hard to get comfortable because if you're me, you're already comfortable. <laughs> wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have been working unless I was comfortable to begin with. You know, blanket on my feet. I remember, when was it? There was a time, I don't know, there was something going on with me, hot water bottle in my lap. Like, I'm like, duh, y'all not, not gonna fin have me looking crazy. One thing about me, I too will get comfy um, while I'm working. This other time, um, I was on FaceTime with my dad. And it was, it must have been like, maybe 3 p.m. or something. So my dad sees that I'm wearing my bonnet. He's like, ah, like, are you just waking up? Like, why are you still wearing your bonnet? I'm like, sir. I stay is comfy. <laughs> I, I, I'm not taking this bonnet off for anybody. I'm not going anywhere. I'm here with my cozy little throw. You know, I'm, I'm going to be comfy. Because, listen, the work is stressful enough. The very least I could do to myself or for myself is be comfortable. Be at maximum comfort levels. You know, that, that's just what we're going to do. What that I you called a bonnet? Um... Helmet of salvation. <laughs> yep, helmet of salvation. I really find it funny when people give like <laughs> different things. Like like this one time, um, my friend was telling me how her then friend's ex or boyfriend at the time used to call like her wig. <laughs> Something like her top piece. <laughs> He'd be like, hey, yo, put your top piece on, let's go. I'm like... A black man. Mm-hmm. It's giving. <laughs> no, it's giving. Hmm. I'm not going to say what it's giving, but it's, but giving. it's giving. But yeah, I find it funny when people like give these different names to like the most random name for something else. I'm like, what? Even Helmet of Salvation. Yeah. I was like, that's what you took from this? Like everyone is telling you how you, you're weak, you're on your knees, you need to stand up. You were there looking crazy. And what you your takeaway was I had on my helmet of salvation. Let's not talk about people who need to stand up. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to her. We're going to get to mamas. Stand up. Stand up. Um, but yeah. How are you, buddy? How was your weekend? Can I greet the peoples? I want to greet the peoples. I want to say hi to the peoples. Hey, hi guys. Hi, <laughs> hey, hi everyone. Hi everyone. Um, as always, I'm Liam, and I'm joined 
as always, I was about to say joined as if you're some, <laughs> guest, as if you're some guest in your own as home. As if I'm a prisoner. I'm as always joined by Nesu. Hi, Nesu. Hey, 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 hey. And I was, as always, we're the Reality Check Pod, episode twenty. We bitch finna get crunk. Eyebrows on fleek. The fuck. You're an OG to the bit if you know that. Like truly, you like your ass should be thinking about retirement. Should be thinking about a four hundred one k. I don't know what they are. I don't know what if you know. I actually thought you get four hundred one thousand dollars. Like that's what I thought. But I know that's not the thing. It's just called a four hundred one k. Yeah, it's called four hundred one k. I know. But um, yeah. you asked how I was. Um, I'm doing good. What did I do on my weekend? Friday, I worked like a dog till seven because we were finishing off. Actually eight we're finishing off like q1 stuff so that's sorted i'm just there's a few little things i have to sort out but like at least the bulk of the work is finished um and then saturday i went to old spitalfields market i was gonna go to borough market because i'd never been on my own mind you like i don't know who i am these days um <laughs> but then i just decided to go to old spitalfields because the place i wanted to go to was closed in bar market um and then i had a friend over for dinner and then we went out for drinks with nandi and then came home oh central line was dead so i was stuck there for like an hour well not an hour but i was stuck there for like a bit so then i had to get a bus to Oxford Circus so I could get home. Jesus. Um, that's the thing. The lines, when they're working, love them. But if even one that you need is not working, you are dead. You are dead in the water. You know what is fucking pandemonium? <laughs> havoc. Chaos. Just reach Chaos. havoc. Um, I got home and then that was like 2:30. Um Sunday. I was a bit hungover. No, not hungover, but my brain was fuzzy, Anna. You know when your brain's a bit... It's like giving... A bit cloudy. Yeah, it's like, whew, last night, ne? Um, So I was just like recuperating, getting ready for the week. I, didn't, I don't like to do anything hectic on Sundays. The me who used to drink on Sundays, I've buried that person. I don't know who that person is, actually. Like, we're not friends. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah... That was my weekend. Um, I was gonna say this one is probably what made you um feel like let me go alone because I was I feel like the, the on your skin. <laughs> There's like a, an extra pep in your step. Um, mm-hmm. now it's still a little nippy outside, but at least it's sunlight. The sunlight is enough. Like you just feel so happy. You feel like you wow. Do it anymore, like. About me. yeah how like the other day um well i saw this tweet i think it was yesterday or this morning that um you know when you go out with you when you go out and you see your friends and you're like wow life is suddenly worth living again um and it really be like that and i've been feeling like that especially when the sun is out like there will be this brief moment i'm like wow the sun is shining the birds are chirping you know the weather is not so cold it's not so gloomy okay cool cool Life is better. <laughs> why was I really in a bad mood? Um, so that's and, cool. Yeah, why were you in a bad mood? Why were you <laughs> doubting the purpose of life for a second? <laughs> but um, 
I think even now that the sun is out, I also want to try some markets because I've, fun fact, I've never been to Spitalfield Market. I've never been to the Camden Market. Um, and also naturally the borough one even. So I really want to do that now that the sun is coming out. Um, so you actually just remind me, thanks for that. But my weekend was all right. I had a surprise party on Friday. I went to fetch my aunt from the airport on Saturday and spent the day with um, my babes. And that was about it yesterday. I initially just binged um, the show we're probably going to speak about first. <laughs> Um, and I know we had said we'll do the first day and we'll come back, but I couldn't stop. I was like, here, I'm finishing it. Let's go. <laughs> I don't even know when I got to that point. I think I was just watching, watching, watching. I watched, because I remember I texted you, when did my flatmate go? Six or seven. He went out, it was four. So yeah, it was quite late in the day. I was just like, oh, I'm just going to watch three episodes because that's what Anesu just said we should do and then we'll see how it gets. Hey, by the time I got onto like, I think episode two, because basically I was meant to take a bath. I was going to luxuriate. And then I'm like, no, man. I'm like, this show, it, it's like, it actually got in the way of me taking that bath. Like I was sad. I was engrossed. I was like, no bloody way. I need more. I just need to know the whole story. So episode two, I'm like, no, episode three. By the end of yesterday, I think I was halfway through episode six. At, at, at that point, I'm like, no, you actually need to chill. Yeah, and you like, you actually need to slow down and let yourself. That's the thing about binging. You need to let yourself enjoy the show and not, not just because all the episodes were available. So I rewatched a little bit of episode six just to, do, to understand what was happening and then seven and then, I'm like, wow, I can't, I even texted you. I'm like, I can't believe I finished it because that wasn't the, wasn't the plan. I, you know, I was watching y'all tweet about it. I'm like, oh, okay. And y'all were just, as always, I honestly thought it was something I could ignore. Like I'm ignoring Top Boy, but no, it's not happening. I couldn't, like the tea was just expeditious. Uh, do you want to introduce our show for our surprise i don't know if it's a surprise is that a surprise i think maybe the people probably wouldn't expect us to do this on this episode um well on this show but um yeah guys as you can tell we've been talking about people being weak in the knees needing to stand up um our surprise well new show this week um is young famous and african on netflix um for those of you that you don't just know call the- it famous and african because yeah. <laughs> Cause ain't nothing yet. That cast is not giving young at all. The Sorry. Person, like, but maybe the youngest person is Nadia. Maybe, maybe the kid. Oh, maybe Kaylee. Because the... Kaylee is twenty eight, and I think Nadia's like thirty one. Okay, okay. I'll... Nadia's thirty one. Yeah, Nadia's like thirty one. I think. Oh wow! I didn't. I, I thought she was younger. Like she gives. She's very. She looks really, yeah, she looks quite like youthful. Like I, if yeah. somebody had told me. 27 i would have believed her yeah believed i think her. she she seems like she's just finished she's she's just finished the the hump of the 20s uh-huh, of her 20s wow but, um, good i mean she, not she shouldn't look like that but yeah i know because this other time i saw this tweet i was like you know for so long um because of all these black don't crack like tweets and stuff like that like we got to the point where you kind of start to think like oh my god i'm dirty i'm old you're really not like in the grand scheme of things you're really not 
Um, naked guys, DJ is old at 14. Naked DJ is old. I'm not, I'm not afraid to say that he's old, very old. And Zari is 41, acting like that. Yeah, very old. Yeah, very old. Um, so yeah, our new show this week is Young, Famous and African, or like Leah said, you might as well just drop the Young. Um, it was a show that was dropped on Friday, the 18th of March on Netflix. So if you haven't watched it, definitely tune into that. Um, so it's a reality show based in Johannesburg, um, in Santa specifically. Um, and I think really and truly, um, which is funny because Leah and I actually briefly spoke about this and they actually were saying to me how it's interesting that Kanyimbao has never like or that she didn't do it as her own show or series when really and truly, I mean, for me personally, I feel like she's the centerpiece of this cast, to be honest. Those of us in Southern Africa, I would, I mean, we all, you know who Kanyibao is. You know her power, you know her impact, impact, like everything over the years that you've read, heard, seen, you know who that is. Like from primary school, high school times, we all heard about Kanyibao and Manja and all these things. But yeah, she's the main, I, in my opinion, I would say the main cast member. Like, if you don't know Naked, Andile, Na- Why would anyone know Naked? Why would no, it- I, I can't lie. I, I even asked you. You were one who was like, you mentioned the Bonaki thing. I was like, oh, yeah. But, like, I actually didn't know. Um, even the fact that was she was... Like, lady, yeah. like, I I didn't even Because my lady on, on Real Houses Johannesburg said, I married the Naked DJ. Like, like she said it. Like, well, in the beginning and then it wasn't. I didn't watch it. So I, I even didn't know. I've, I've been telling you, I didn't watch Real Housewives of Joburg. I didn't watch Real Housewives of Durban either. So I need bad. to. I'm so bad right now. When we get our Showmax subscription for Real Housewives of Lagos, you need, you need to, you have I your homework. You have homework. I know. Um, I actually, one of my friends, even I told her that when we do those shows, she should come because she really wants to join. But, so yes, we started Young Famous in African. Um, and it was it was it was eventful <laughs> to say the least. Um, for me personally, I obviously knew Kanye. I know Nadia Nakai because she's a rapper, um, and the rest of the cast. I, um, but yeah, I, I knew the the only people I actually knew were um, Kanye and um, Nadia. And then I think I had seen Andile around, but like I couldn't pinpoint like what it was that he does or who is he affiliated to that kind of thing. Um, which I also saw that commentary like from a lot of like Southern African people that the direction that the show took, it would have been nice to see like actual young people and like, no offense, these people are famous, right? But like, we probably would have rather seen other people because there are other people who are more famous. There are other people who are probably more rich, but on the same note, like I imagine other people are probably booked and busy and this little old Netflix show is probably not what they really care about really and truly i think also um i think it would have been more interesting to see other maybe more relevant people in my opinion um but yeah other than that i didn't know swanky i didn't know annie i didn't know zari um who else was on there naked yeah so i was just like okay this casting is a bit random um but yeah that is something i did see from a lot of people that were just kind of like this casting is a bit like i saw and it's funny because i saw it on both sides i saw it from the nigerian people that like okay this is like who you guys chose to go with um okay um even for us like on the southern side we're like okay these are the people you guys chose to go with okay, okay no but um, let's let me just let me not even say nipping but but let's nadia and kanye were good like nadia and kanye made sense i think no, Kanye, not yes. your, 
Not, but okay. I think now after looking, watching the show, fine. Like it makes sense. No offense to her. No offense to the girl. Lovely girl. But this is the most relevant she was to be on to me. That's how she, on my radar, she was dating Vic Mansa. And, you know, if you have not read my tweets about the good black man that is (laughs) Victor Mansa. That's a black king right there. (laughs) Right there. Um, like this was a big thing. Like, come on, like guys, we were all talking about. It. We're just like, where did they meet? Like, we were always wondering. Like, this relationship sure was a big thing. I remember being like, Nadia and Vic Mensa. I'm like, I was so stunned. Like, so like, just be, yeah. just be mixing people up. Like, <laughs> was this decided on the same day Robin Black China was decided? Like, was it Black China was Tiger Pum Pum? Like, was that was that all decided on the same day? Because Vic and I don't know Nadia, but Vic and Nadia. Yeah, that was, that shook everyone. Everyone was like, huh? Okay. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, we'll get into who we would have preferred to see. Maybe when I explain that or give my opinion, then it will make sense. But even in terms of like the, the other African people, like, I'm just going to use this as an example. I, I don't know if you know who IK is. He's like a presenter. He always used to present for Big Brother, like Africa and stuff like that. Like he's Nigerian. He worked for Channel O. He ended up doing a lot of stuff for like multi-choice and Emirates and stuff. And he's based in South Africa. Like people like that, in my opinion, probably would have made sense because I didn't see many people online who even knew who Swanky was. Like is obviously, clearly, the aim was to... Huh? Is he young? If they have naked, they might as well allow people like Ike. I mean, come on. Ike is... Ike is... Because kind of if you're saying Ike... For me, that's like people older than like Bukau Nekaru. And Kao Nekaru is like not, she's not, you know, in her 20s. True. Like what? But also, Kanye, guys, Kanye's telling her she's 35. Kanye? I'll see. If you're 35 and naked is 40, how does he see you as a big sister? Make it make sense. Somebody, either someone can't add or someone ain't doing a math right. Somebody lying. Mind you, even forget that, right? Kanye being 35, even let's say she's turning 36, that would make her a year or two older than like my sister who's just before me. That's not possible because there was a certain point when we were all in school and everyone was already reading about Kanye in the newspapers. As in both my sister and I were still in school and Kanye was already above 19, above 20, whatever. What I will say that makes sense is that if she's saying she's 35, 36, and then her child is 15. It does make sense. Because I do remember, because she got married when she was like, I don't know, 2021. Like, it was crazy at the time. Because everyone was like, girl, you sure? She was very young when she got married. So I do think that math clicks. Just, I, 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 I wasn't following, I, I wasn't, I'm not, I wasn't following it. I wasn't at an age where I could remember and say she was 24 instead of she was 21. Yeah. She was yeah, very young. But even like, no, very young, 100%, because I knew it was a whole big thing. That's how the whole Shika Baby, blah, 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 stuff started anyway. But 20, because like you said, there's no way how, there's no way Naked is 40 and calling her or saying that's my big sis. So the, the only thing that could possibly be the case, right, is if she's maybe the same age as him and maybe she's a few months older, right, then maybe she would have had cans at 25 instead of 20 but she still would have gotten married really young like that kind of thing because i don't think even when you look back at the timeline obviously again i wasn't young enough to be like i wasn't i was young and i wasn't old enough to point out a count that there were three years in between this but initially before she had cans 
she still was married to him for like for a while while she's still chopping money living life without the child so but anyway i mean we're not gonna get into it that's that's the age she gave us that's the age i mean if she says that's her age i guess that's her age but yeah it's something something about something just about her doesn't make sense because even when you look at her that's a hard if you're saying you're 36 that's a hard 36 because she looks like she's had a facelift like her her skin it looks tight over her face and that's my thing about with plastic surgery i think like watching growing up watching the kardashians i think i just kind of formulated i'd rather do a chris jenner where maybe i'm getting a facelift for the first time in my 50s 60s somewhere where i'm actually worried about shit sagging you 40 and you had a facelift that is wild that is excessive. A, no what kind of a facelift basically is they cut they cut along your what's this your jawline or somewhere where they can't you know it can't show a scar and then they pull the skin they make it tighter like and that's why Kanye like Kanye doesn't have any dips. also wild surgery Kanye doesn't have any dips or you know her skin is like, she looks like gold you hi so I don't I don't know if I believe she's 36 and from time she told us because he was 28 now i already don't trust you because all my wins know like everyone's collective shock on friday everyone on my tier i kept saying 28 28 what's tea on him because mm, we'll talk okay okay (laughs) i'm gonna get that i'm gonna get that personally um but yeah to um yeah to talk about comment on the cast yeah i think the casting in some regards i think they got it right i think i like the idea of an african reality show that isn't solely based you know on south african people east african people west it's never been done like let's be honest it's never been done aside from big brother i think big brother is the only show that everyone on the continent thinks oh let me watch so you know it's interesting that they thought to bring us all together and you know say we're going to give the girlies and like if you think about it our respective regions we all knew these people yes they weren't the most famous people they could have picked but we all knew who these people were we you know your Kanye's your Nadia's I don't know about Andile or you know but you know even if you're from west you know who pardon I was saying with Angela, me and you probably weren't as similar because we're from Botswana. But South Africans, I saw a lot of my South African friends, South African friends being like, why is Angela on the show? Even naked, like they know. I mean, he was there with his 2007 Range Rover. I was very much questioning. The rich part. The, like, I mean, yes, there's no rich in their title, but by famous, I'm assuming this is a person of a certain kind of wealth. So I'm a bit like. Also, Kanye and even Swanky, like they kept in their confessionals especially Kanye, who obviously was the narrator. She kept pushing about wealth, young, rich, black, or African. She kept pushing that. So by virtue of what's being pushed, I'm going to expect everyone on the show to be rich. Sorry. And not just like, I go to work and I make money rich, but like, I can drop my card now and say I'm going to Dubai for a month rich. Um, but yeah, I did like that because it seemed like Zari, for whatever reason, has stands. So I was like, oh, okay. So people we know, they know these people. I mean, 
we all know Two Face. I think Two Face is the one person who everyone kind of knows, or at least you know the song. Like African Queen, we all know the song. Like if you don't know that song, I actually don't know for you. I, I like I, I can't help. I would you. have to question your Africanness. <laughs> after that Congolese, like the Congolese song, that song, um, my African Queen. There are just some songs that we all just have to know, guys. I'm just, like. The song you're talking about is probably the Ivorian one, even. There's another premiere go. No, it's not your fault. Like, even the Congolese people were like, oh my gosh, this is not Congolese. I thought it was, oh, I thought it was Congolese, child. It's from another Francophone country. I think it's Ivorian, but it's not Congolese. But at least we got the vibes. We got the vibes right. But you know that song. If you don't know that song, you don't know African Queen. I don't know. Like, they just sung even, Like, certain, like, you know one that actually is funny. Do you know how many African people know um, Taku Taku? You would be spun. This one time in uni, somebody was like, oh, I'm from Botswana. And then they started, ah, and this person must have been from like, I think Zambia or something. And I was just like, Vina who the fuck yeah, but is it's, it's At least it's the right part of the world. Like, at least you, you wouldn't be that surprised. Yes, I would. Zambia. Because I'm telling you, my friends in South Africa didn't know that song. Don't mind them. Don't mind them. Don't mind them. <laughs> don't, don't mind them. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, it was a good. I liked I liked that aspect of it because we've never had it, and I'm not sure I like the angle. But it only came up in the first episode, so I forgave it. Where Kanye's like, they say we're the third world. We're gonna show them. No, 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 no. I'm like, we don't have to prove anything to anybody. Like, yes, yes, Africa is more than, you know, mud huts, but if, like, like, why are you making it your job to now be the World Bank official to now show everyone who doesn't live in Africa that you have skyscrapers, you have Range Rovers, you have Porsches, it's not your job, babe. I hate that thing so much. Like, also, there comes a point where even, like, on Twitter, when it's, like, that dirty December period and people are back in their respective countries and it's like yeah and they think we live in huts stop it just fucking stop it <laughs> like i just feel like first of all like you rightfully said you don't owe these people anything a lot of these things have been there for years and years and years if people choose to be ignorant and believe you still live in huts that's their own like it's not it's not your job or it shouldn't be your job or you don't have to assume the position and now decide to school people like you think we just live in huts it's boring it's washed it's tired number one number two sometimes you know don't shoot me i know how you girls like to tussle but i just feel like it's also just a little bit ignorant in the sense that you know you know that the average person doesn't live like that. Like it's actually a minority of people that are able to have that privilege and have those kinds of things, those kind of houses. So at the end of the day, those like, you're not doing what you think you're doing. <laughs> it's not giving what you think. It's not giving what y'all say is supposed to give. Like I wasted my time, okay? Stop it, just stop it. So I 100% agree that when you say that it's like, especially coming from a country like South Africa, do you know how many people are unemployed, how much poverty there is there? It's not the norm. It's not, so the, for flex. You coming, it's not the flex you think it is. It's really not. It, it's, mm. And even then, even if we were not giving people skyscrapers and being able to shop at Louis Vuitton back home, that's fine. Like, like we have bigger fish to fry than being able to go to the Gucci store, drip down and all that. Like, guys, please, 
like i'm not trying to make this into a woke blah, 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 podcast but at the end of the day there's bigger fish to fry than that um the other thing i was gonna excuse me the other thing i was gonna say was that um yeah it's just kind of beggy i don't know if you've seen there's this trend and you are on tumblr so you will know what this is like that this has happened before on tumblr as well on tiktok when like people who live in like third world countries so like imagine your south america africa your indian like international students when they go back home they're always trying to prove that you know we have a god we have a gate we have a gate man we have pools we have dogs you know they have their chihuahuas they have help and it's like yeah that's not like you're probably not even paying those people very well like you're exploiting their labor and you're proud of that like because you want to for some reason show that even though when i'm around you people in the first world i'm not you know in the gucci store don't 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 be don't be fooled don't be fooled it's just a bit embarrassing to me it just looks beggy if you ask me in my opinion my humble opinion even apart from being begging, it's just distasteful. Like for me personally, I'm not one to call things tacky and whatever because I'll have a conversation about my thoughts on that. But I just think it's it's really distasteful. Like, why would you do that? And it's like, at what cost? Once you've shown them this, they're not. Did you get the views? Did you win? <laughs> did you? Did, did you? Did you? Did you get the clout you were after? Did you get the engagement? Did you? Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, that, summers, that summarizes my thoughts on like the cast as a whole. Um, I think it was a cool idea. I think it kind of got weird as, you know, the season went on and Kanye and them are kind of trying to convince you they're a friend group. And it's like, yeah, but you and Annie were arguing in episode one about your mothering style. So like, you can't really now come and say, Zari's messing up the dynamic of the friend group if you guys don't like they, they don't seem to be very solid friendships and I don't think they stood they really took the time to kind of build oh Andile and I went to high school together like this is my friend for 15 years you know like how on Real Housewives when like they introduce me new cast member or at the beginning they show old pictures that these people knew each other before they had kids and now they're kids in high school like that these people have come from, like from, they've known each other for time. So like Swanky and Annie, um, Swanky and Andile, Annie and, well, Annie and Andile met there, but like the people who they said were friends, it wasn't really, it wasn't really put to us that this friendship is actually deep and that this is a friend group that you're trying to bring together. I think they really wanted to rush into the meat of the show. And you know what, I loved getting into the meat of a show, don't get me wrong, but I do think that introduction just didn't, it didn't really gel very well because it's like if this is the thing Kanye is inviting her friends to to introduce them to her man why is she inviting Annie who she doesn't know why is Annie sat at the top table who she doesn't know it's just not the premise like I love I love getting into the premise of a show and the premise wasn't really sold to me very hard I cured um explanation because I was also thinking and I've noted down that I think we're probably, or it's probably going to be difficult um, for new and up and coming reality shows to nail or to get things right because of the mere fact that we're obviously coming from housewives. I think they're very, like, well, bravo for bravo. Like, even, forget even bravo. Let me not even, not just bravo. I think 
there's something about the American production of reality TV shows that seems to like they've they've cracked the code. Oh, sorry guys, they've cracked the code because even now that I've been rewatching VH1's Basketball Wise, I'm like, even in their first 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 season, everything seems seamless. Everything made sense, even if you know that chances are realistically, are these people really friends? 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 Not so much. But I also think the problem is that. It's only in more recent years of Basketball Wives and of Real Housewives franchises that there was more introduction of people that um, that aren't friends, right? In the very, very beginning, it started off as friends. You know what I mean? So think, think and, of the people we're talking about. We're talking about Evelyn and Shawnee. Um, yeah. Evelyn and what's her name? Susie. Evelyn and what's her, that other one name? Jennifer. Like these Jennifer. Are- like, people who were friends for years. Even when you're watching, well, when I've been watching LA, I'd even forgotten that Laura and Jackie had known each other for like 10 years. Like these are these are people that were in each other's lives for so long that by the time they're introducing the Dreas, the Brooks, or whatever, at least the core people are actual friends. Mm. So with this show, if at least like the core people are actual friends, or like you said, the premise of it, or things are explained a little bit more, or they make more sense. It wasn't enough for Kanye and, and, and Naked to be like, oh, this is like my sister, oh, this is my brother. That's not enough. Like, right. like it looked, if anything, it looked like he wanted her. He, he, exactly, because at some point, some of the, the defensiveness, whatever, it's not making sense. It's not giving platonic or brotherly. I'm like, you actually want her. You, you actually are mad you never got a shot with her. When you're telling her, you guys are not getting married. No, you're not getting married. Ah. He's, 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 Steve Urkel is taking you down. You might you just sound like you're stigmatized. My bro- there's no way anyone's brother or sister would say that. Like, not even my my friends of the opposite sex would ever even say that. Like, Why are you worried about his meat? Why? It's Sus. It's um, but but that's that's the thing. I'm like, I feel like they were missing or they kind of hit or missed in that particular instance. Um, and obviously it will affect the whole show. Like you said, somebody can't be at the first table, but like Bravo would never make a rookie mistake like that. There were times, for example, think of the season when Kenya first came to Atlanta and Walter was even invited at the wedding or whatever. He was on like one different table there because they're not gonna come and pretend like Walter's in the main circle, he's not. So he's not gonna be sat with the other households and stuff. He's sat with other guests and that looks more believable. It's what would happen in real life. Like you said, you can't be introducing people to your man it's the first time and he's, mind you, and he's being brought by Swanky. And then it, none of it just honestly makes sense or made sense in that regard. I also felt like, I don't know if this was the case, but I it, it felt like it was rushed. Like the, the filming time didn't feel like it was an extended period of time. I really feel like when they were filming, it was just like, bam, 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 and they were done. And I think it showed because like you said, it didn't even give enough time for these people to seemingly build what is Bond. believable. Yeah, like these bonds that are believable or genuine friendships such that, like you said, episode one, Kanye saying, you don't even know me and you've not told me your weakness. Big mistake, Annie. Jiggy, jiggy, you're pulling Two-Face for a chat because that's your friend and you don't want him to... Episode like, two is the confrontation. Um, It's Kanye... About the mothering. Annie about her mothering episode when did two-face start come on episode three or four or five oh, like somewhere okay. there and already you're saying this is my friend hmm? and also and then is that the vow renewal now you're getting to say a speech like you're emotional at the it doesn't make sense and even 
when I think about the timelines, when was Nadia dating Vic Mensa? Like Nadia was dating, like it wasn't recent, but it was like last year, definitely sometime last year. It was last year, but like the time that they dated was like a four to six month period. Like it wasn't just you blinked and it was done. Yeah. But the way it looked here was like, you blinked and it was done. And it was coming like towards the tail end because by the time the Mexico trip happened, that was towards the end. Like a few weeks the Mexico Mexico, <laughs> like even because I think what reality t- TV shows need to realize now that wasn't present 10, 15 years ago is that we have social media. We can look on these people's profiles and say, no, you're in Mexico in March. So how could you guys have broken up thingy if you did this after? Nadia's like, I'm sure, you know, it makes sense to Nadia. I'm, I, I'm sure it does. But at the end of the day, if you think about these times, Nadia didn't go to Mexico and then they broke up immediately after. Time elapsed between it. But because of how they tried to make the show look, look, now Nadia's in, Nadia's here. She's filming with us. She's not here. She's in Mexico. She's back. She's fine. They're broken up now. Like that. And also, this was during COVID. So, because there was a scene they had hand sanitizer on. I was, I'm quite observant of such things because I try to wonder, oh, was this before or after COVID? Or like try to get a sense of filming times. And this was COVID time because they had hand sanitizer in one scene. And so like, when was COVID? When was, when was South Africa COVID safe? Like quite going into summer, like UK, the UK summertime. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of it doesn't make sense if I'm being honest. But I tried to give it the benefit of the doubt because, you know, they say that that's what happened. So, but I really think if they wanted to give us a full production that made a lot more sense, they would have, um, they should have given it at least 10 to 12 episodes. I think seven episodes was way too short. Um, but yeah, that's my thoughts on um, filming. Um, what about Zari? I, I feel like we've not, we've actually not touched on Zari the diamond, the Nadia. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. Hi. How uh, many times should I call your name? Have I called your name? I think for me personally, I can't, I can't, I'm going to open my notes. I can't count how many times I would sorry to which guys. One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Zari is mad. Zari is a witch. Six. Six. Guys, that's my general overview. Zari is a witch. And the thing is, the fact that she has stands, not only is it shocking, it's embarrassing. Lame, boo, corny, tomato, tomato, I'm throwing tomatoes. I might add bricks in there since tomatoes are not hard enough. Like, I can't believe people... <laughs> I can't believe she has stands. Um, it just doesn't make sense. And I think sometimes people get so caught up in... I always end up finding myself saying this. People get caught up in feeling like there's on, only one possible correct outcome. Like many things can be right at the same damn time. Some of the things that she said about Annie were on 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 points or spot on or whatever, accurate, but it's just not her place to act and have called out the things the way she did. You're not going to pull someone's and husband. bring her, her husband into it and not like, her husband. Your wife is insecure. Guys, guys. And you know, at the end of the day, I just keep asking, what, what was the intention? Mind you, number one, she's, she's admitted that they're not friends like that. They worked together years ago at Channel O. So that's not your mate. You don't know him from Adam. So relax. 
you want to pull him aside because you saw that she acted a certain kind of way or maybe it reacted, she reacted a certain kind of way. And granted, we can look at the reaction and acknowledge that it was insecure, but even though she was insecure, she actually didn't act on that insecurity like the way Zari tried to make it seem like she was so bothered. She kept asking me, da, da, da. she asked me, da, da, da. clearly that's so insecure. Da, da. Like she, she exaggerated Annie's um, reaction. Then now you want to pull someone's husband aside and the stories aren't matching up because you're saying to somebody else, I pulled him aside so I can greet. Why do you need to pull someone's husband aside so you can greet? Especially because they're not your friend. You don't owe them a conversation. Two-Face, even in his confession, he said, no, I didn't understand what was going on. So he's also a stupid ass for entertaining that shit either. I mean, as well. But still, how do you pull someone's husband aside and tell them this so that he can do what? Okay, I'll talk to him. Like, what? I don't know what she expected to gain out of that. And then for you to make it seem like it was done out of innocence, we know Zari. If somebody had done that to her, should have lost her fucking mind as anybody rightfully should because what is it that you're doing you're mad like it's madness and all the little things about like um and also i don't know how you feel about this me personally i even said to you actually i agree with the colorist allegations because it's not lost on me how she had all this vim for annie called Annie all sorts of bitches, which was actually unwarranted. Like all sorts of bitches, all sorts of you're this, you're that, you're insecure, you're this, fuck you and your marriage and your stupid marriage. Da, 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 da. It's giving better, it's giving hater. But when it was now, Kanye at that dinner in Pumalanga, you didn't have the same thing for her. You were quiet. Couldn't, you couldn't even bring yourself to say anything. Same chat with anybody else. When it's Nadia, yeah, you thought you felt a way about her, but what, most of the vim that you had for both of those women, you had it in your confessional, not live driving in person. But Annie is the person you now want to come and say all sorts of things for. And I just think it's a bit like cringe for me. Like you said, she's 41 and you just keep like deluding yourself into feeling everybody just wants to be you. Like it, it doesn't make sense. And one thing I tweeted even on our account when I was watching was that, the problem with Zari is that she thinks she's above and she's better than these people. And in life, you simply just cannot be friends with somebody that you have those views about. You know, it's not a nice thing, but all of us probably at one point or another, you might think you're better than someone. It's life, it happens. But at the very least, don't act on it and show people that that's how you think of them because it's rude. Second of all, again, going back to why you can never be friends with those people because you will never give them the respect that they deserve as a person because in your head, you think you're better than them. You simply cannot be friends or a genuine good friend to someone that you think is beneath you. It just doesn't work. That's why Swanky and everybody else, and even Kanye, had to keep reminding her, we're not your IG followers. We're not your fans. You've come here. You want to join the circle of friends. We are equal. It is a level playing field. And I keep seeing these like tweets or think pieces on how Kanye just didn't like the fact that somebody else was there. But I'm like, I don't think that's the case. Like for me personally, it's not like I'm a Kanye stan or whatever, but I certainly didn't get that from the situation. I wasn't getting the vibe that she didn't like somebody else potentially coming for her crown because I don't know how many times Zari tried to feed us this whole, they're intimidated by a beautiful, powerful woman. Zari, you look good. You have your money, you have your whatever, but what else that people have to be intimidated about? Like, where's this power coming from? Why is it always light-skinned women saying this? Ask. The, oh, they're just hating on me. <laughs> like, they hate me because I'm pretty. Because also, I think, guys, Kanye's had longevity in this industry. I think Kanye's at a point where she's seen herself even be relevant and not be relevant. Like, now, if you ask me who's on top, 
like who's that girl? It's Bonang. Like we can't lie and say it's not Bonang. It's Bonang. You care about if Bonang is paying her taxes. You care about if Bonang, who Bonang is dating when she's having a baby. You if Bonang today announced the pregnancy, you'd be gagged. Like let's be real. So I think Kanye has you know accepted that you know she's not always going to be number one in the people's hearts and number one in the people's minds. But I think what she just wants is the basic level of respect that I don't think she got from Zari and even me who has just a viewer to how many minutes of their life I got the sense that Zari does not see these people she actually is very dismissive and you know she'll make an apology like on the show she made apologies but in her confessionals she's saying we'll see how far this goes we'll see we'll see you know and she's complaining about things but it's like you're complaining about things you're in confessional but you never did anything you were him you were silent. You didn't say anything to these girls when they were gagging you. So doing all this energy in your confessionals is just not giving anything. And also, if you have to keep saying you're a boss, I really don't think you are the boss you think you are. We've had experience with one lady who used to keep reminding us who was a boss. She was a boss. And you know what? It was tiring then. It's tiring now. Um, I don't know if that's is that all you have to say about Zari. I'm ready to move on to the next. Yeah, she's whack. Get out of here, boo. <laughs> Boo. Like Boo. Break. um, I think it was kind of interesting watching Kanye play the role of the villain. Like she was she really jumped between the role of the villain because in the beginning, when she's like when Annie told her the thing about cheating, she's like, Yeah, she was like, I have you, I want you. And I'm like, hi, Kanye. I remember when I saw that, I'm like, Kanye, don't do it. Like, we already think of you as like, you know, if you you know have known Kanye as long as you know, we maybe have. We already think of you as that girl like prove me wrong i wanted her to prove me wrong and be a nice yeah. person and not be the bitch that everybody says she is sorry to use that word but people think of her yeah. as that you know what i mean so for her i was worried about, i was fearful for her and you know i love to see her develop a friendship and you know really engage herself because if not she would have looked like zari she actually just would have been zari 2.0 hating on the girls unhappy grasping for straws scared shook panicking you know overseas church vatican so <laughs> so to see her like really try that villain thing and then i don't know if she was gonna try be a villain in the beginning and then she kind of changed her mind as the show went on as they filmed more yeah because in the beginning it was definitely giving a villain like she was in her villain era and then maybe the producers were like, okay, for what's on, like, relax, don't do that, don't do that. I don't that's know. Not the, that's not the kind of show we're trying to make. That, yeah, that's not the kind of show we're trying to make. That's not why we brought you here. Because this was the other thing as well, that when people on the train, well, from that train scene, when people commenting, again, my opinion, I think that people forget that whether we like it or not, this is Kanye's show. Kanye narrates the whole show. Everything was based on, like, this is Kanye's city. And when you look at, like, the people who are on the show, Right. So, and even the other people who are from South Africa on the show, you never had, your prime was nowhere near Kanye Bao's prime. So this is, you know, by virtue, this is Kanye's show. As such, if I were in Kanye's position, I don't expect you to have been brought on this show by virtue of trying to be one of my friends. And now I'm not even being given the same basic respect. Like you're treating me like a fan. I would lose it. And I just think everyone is, is acting a bit like silly. Like I think at some points 
it's people's obviously bias on Kanye and other things we've heard. Like, I didn't feel like people were watching it as a new show, first leg, we're not using like the old opinions or the things that, you know, our old biases against Kanye. I didn't feel like people did that. And so I wish people looked at it more like objectively, like in the grand scheme of things, if you're like the main cast member of the show, you're narrating the show, everything about it is basically based around your friendship group and you're bringing these people around together in your city. You would also want just basic respect from someone. Kind of she didn't say bow down at my feet or do this or do that. The same way in other situations when other people were giving speeches or talking, she wasn't annoyed, you know, but then... In this situation, if someone, and people kept hanging on to the fact that, oh, but saying, you know, honoring my invite isn't that deep. I don't think it was just a sentence on its own. You can clock someone's behavior that, yeah, I'm not being given basic respect. Because initially, before Kanye and Annie even started whispering, this girl was already in a mood. And she kept saying, what is it? What is it? What is it? Before anyone said anything. There's a time Annie even said, how? Kind of no one here is saying anything. There are no voices. Then after that point, Kenya and Annie started whispering together. And I can imagine, because I've been in certain times, whether it's assembly at school, somewhere, you see someone whiling, and then you you and somebody else either make eye contact, and your boy's like, ah, yeah. it happens. Like, what's wrong with her? What's up with her? What's what's your problem? You know? Um, so yeah, I just found that um, she's just a bit deleted. And I just don't need, I, I, if season two comes, I hope she's wised up or she realizes that 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 was not a good look that wasn't cheap we weren't rocking with it we don't enjoy it please just behave um yeah yeah definitely um i think i think um can i move on to annie quickly i think when it came to annie the annie and zari, zari conflict was basically caused by zari realizing what the rumors about i don't know if she realized or she googled and finding out what the rumors about um what her name's husband was, Annie's husband was, and then wanting to capitalize on that and make, you know, um, Annie uncomfortable. Because if, you know, you're introducing yourself to someone as Zari, the boss lady, you, even me, who's not interested in her, I'll be like, why is she a boss lady? Like, even I'd be like, Zari, the boss lady. Like, even, like, I wouldn't say it like, oh, Zari, the boss lady, but I would be like, okay. I'd be a bit confused and maybe want to know more. So I think she capitalized on that, you know, mystery behind her and kind of wanted to make it seem, because you know there are, let's be honest, there are girls like that who, you know, when they meet people, significant others, they do want, especially, you know, who have a history of cheating, they do want it to seem like, oh, are you scared he's interested in me? Or something like that, or to make the lady seem insecure. And it's it's gaslighting, it's gaslighting because she, Annie walked in, you know, she wanted to get to know Annie fair and square. She actually never commented on on Zari before they spoke. What did Zari do? Oh, she was wearing a short skirt for an Arabian night, which, well, I get the sentiment. I get the sentiment that, okay, if we're wearing Arabian do or, you know, something that would work in like an Islamic setting, it would make sense, you know, to cover up a bit more. Maybe don't show your thighs, don't show your legs, whatever. But at the end of the day, that one it might not be her culture two she might not know and even sometimes i think you have to give people the benefit of the doubt and she didn't seem willing to give annie the benefit of the doubt so i think zari's intentions from the beginning were never to generally build a friendship with annie so i get when all the times annie chose violence or chose i'm not gonna play with you i'm actually not gonna sign up for this these these games um you have a 
costume party, I'm gonna come in sweats or whatever it was. I don't know if it was sweats that she had on, but I was 100% team Annie. And I remember when I first, 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 first spoke to you about it, I didn't like Annie. And then you said, just keep watching, which I'll give you that. You are right. This is your second you are right of the year. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. You're two for two, you're done for the year. You're done now. Like, <laughs> years ending now. Um, so I 100% get that. And I think, you know, Team Annie. Yeah. So by the end of it, I kind of became Team Annie. And um, I even tweeted it. I tweeted, I said, the only people who came off well were Annie and um, Andile. And their friendship was really, really cute because it was giving, nice. that was giving me big sis, big sis, little bro. It was very much giving sibling. It was very cute. It was, you really care for me. You've never looked at me like a piece of ass. I mean, not that, you know, the common level of decency, but, you know, I think Andy was always very respectful of, you know, Annie's story. And he didn't always see her as an attachment or as someone, you know, to face his wife. It was, she was just someone he, he met somewhere and she seemed friendly. We got along and their vibe, they kind of clicked like that. And I hope, you know, they'll become friends in real, like they're actually friends in real life and they see each other outside of the show. Um, my hope I don't know if you said it, but you said, I think you said something about your hope for season two. Um, I think I kind of hope that they don't film in South Africa. I'd like to see us in another setting. So I don't know if maybe we should go to one of the other characters. Let's go to their playground and kind of see how they live. Um, and I, I'm, I'm feeling Niger because I'm thinking, you know, we can get a few Nigerian stylists, a few Nigerian makeup artists and, you know, people to kind of sort out the messes that we saw on this season. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah but those are um those are basically my thoughts what about you same thing um I even one that was gonna say like when you're speaking about Zari the fact that even in the conversation she had when she pulled to Baba she even said she'd be fucked with her like she knew what she was doing and the fact that you then gaslight someone and also I'm always saying this and I think I even spoke about this with regards to I think it was Nicole from Free Housewives of Miami how at the end of the day, when you clock that somebody has an insecurity or maybe they were lying about something. Um, and I speak this coming from the, the point of like um, a woman um, in a heteronormative relationship, right? These are things that is, it's not the first time you've heard somebody being insecure. And more so now when you Google something and you see that their husband has cheated, it's just really weird to me that you would kind of take pride in that, especially for Zari, like you've been through this. That's how you got in the situation you're with, with Diamond Platinums and even the situation with you guys is giving, you're saying, oh, I could have chosen to be a better baby mama. But some of the things you say show that you really aren't over it anyway. So you know firsthand what it's like. And the fact that you'd want to be like, oh, she's so insecure. Oh, she's all this. Fine. Different women get cheated on. It's not only the insecure person. It's not the secure person. It's whatever. But at the end of the day, we all know the implications and just how it feels when you're in that position. And just the fact that even Kanye had to be like, listen but like you can tell and you can clock that it's projection so why would you do that like you doing these things or you seeing these things it's not nice it doesn't help stop and i don't know maybe i'm not giving kanye enough like grace but i never would have imagined kanye at any point being the voice of reason like how is it that kanye would start off as a villain is even trying to make you realize that what you're doing is fucked up like it doesn't make sense it's not okay that's when you know you're really on the wrong side of history um so i hope when she watched that back she's embarrassed as hell or somebody tells her babe that was embarrassing um 
I really also really liked Annie and Andile. I agree that I had actually said to you that I felt like Annie, um, Andile and Nadia probably came off the best. Now I, I understand that Nadia entertaining <laughs> Diamond when Vic Mensa is, you know, like you said, smashing your stuff to smithereens, it doesn't make sense. But at the end of the day, now that we even looking at the way the filming went, did they even film at the time that they were actually together? It's not like we saw them together, not once. Um, for all we care to know, <laughs> for all we care to know, all of this was filmed long after they had broken up. And then obviously they were showing us like clips of things that are all on Instagram or all on IG, or she probably could have submitted to production because it's all flashbacks and stuff like that or memories. So that probably would have, and honestly, that would then even makes not that it would, it's okay, and I wouldn't like it, but it would make sense why you're more willing to even tolerate Diamond or even this whole thing of now you see Zoe, you're feeling away or all of these things. Like, you think, that would you, <laughs> you think if I was kissing Big Mansa's cock, you think I would not, hey, if any man, hey, hey if any man tries to chat to me, please address my Get out of my face. Address like, I don't talk to men, like talk to my man. <laughs> you know, some, I don't talk to men, I don't argue with men. Talk to him, direct your problems. If he has something to say, he'll pass a message on. But me, please, I don't want any part. So it, it, and also if you realize she actually never said why she was entertained. I mean, obviously she said, oh no, I'm not trying to sleep with him. But if you're not trying to sleep with him, if you're not trying to whatever, why are you concerned about his dynamic with his big moms? Because you don't know if these people want to get back together. Like you, you are not in that conversation. It's not for you. You, You've said that you don't want him. You're with Vic. Um, So him now deciding to go back as he's right shouldn't affect you the way it's affecting you. Um, So all of that was weird, was strange, but I really do... Yeah, that's what I was like, apart from that, I can't sit here and categorically say she showed that much, many signs of madness. I think even with her defending Kanye and everybody else and Annie and, and inheriting that beef, it also came up the back of, she already didn't like Zari. She didn't like what she heard while she was away. And also the experience that she would have had um, at the Arabian Nights based off of Diamond basically airing her. And she even said, I'm not used to being ignored. So now I'm shocked. But um that would basically make sense if that was the basis of her reaction. But when you take that away, she actually was calm most of the season. She actually said things that a lot of sense. I felt like her and Andile seemingly um, held the most people accountable, which at least made them the most sane. I don't feel like Kanye did it all the time. And obviously Kanye also had the other things she was doing as well. So she wouldn't have come off as good as them. Um, and even with Andile, it was giving me like, that's genuinely how he is. Like he really came off really well, in my opinion um i saw some commentaries from south african twitter so i think there's more that we obviously don't know about him um but yeah i really enjoyed annie and Andile. um i also would be for the idea of them filming in another city i think that would be really really cool um just because i don't like when things are based on africa and people only focus on nigeria south africa like or Ghana, like there's more to Africa than just those three countries. And I feel like we get that a lot. So I would hope that um, even if they do decide on Nigeria, then at least another time it's a different city, or even if they go to Uganda first before anywhere else, um, just to give it like variety, because we all know, well, for me anyway, not being from those two countries, if you're from any other African country, apart from those two countries, you know how those people from those two countries tend to have main character syndrome. 
So please, it's not every day. It's young, you know, young African and famous. Let it be, or young famous and African, whatever. Let it be centered around other places as well. Um, especially if it's not in the title about them being rich, fine. It doesn't have to be filmed in within the realms of the richest square mile in in Africa. It can be anywhere else. Um, but we'll we'll see what what next season brings. Um, I just wish for the upcoming season, they just try their best not to let it look as scripted as it did. Like even that whole stuff with Diamond and Andile and Zari was also just like, guys, like you didn't try. You can't, shut up. If hanger. Like, uh, and even Diamond's reaction, let's be real. You think if somebody found out that their friend was speaking to their baby moms who they still in love with Loki, that their reaction would just be, ah, 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 huh? Nah, but what's killing me is him trying to justify it and go, no, you know, your family, I'm family. We is he basically saying we should share? Like he's basically saying, no, you hit that, and I know she's your family, so why can't I, sir? But there was a time, um, what's his name? Naked actually pointed out that the biggest fuckboy on this show is the one officiating this removal, or this vow renewal. Sorry. So he's been saying from throughout the season that, huh? Because he's been commenting basically on how Anthony is coming off really, really well. Like, ah, this guy. Ah, this guy. So I mean, there's a lot that we actually don't know that we didn't see. And um, even, let's be clear, his baby moms were very pure. Those were gorgeous women. I don't, they're, they're not famous, famous, but those ladies, I was like. So Anthony, this you. I was like, those, those kids don't even look that far apart in age. I was gagged. And it was a, it was a whole bandwagon. He had a whole bandwagon with him. So exactly. you know he don't be wrapping it up. <laughs> it was very much, it was very much, you know, in my confusion era. But, but yeah, I just hope next season that um they just they just come with a little more. It wasn't bad, like yo, I will never even tell you too much diamond and dose to see the difference. I would I wouldn't even wish that on you. But it, it wasn't bad, like oh, this is so terrible. But it's also like they just feel my Mm, the production was good. The quality was good. It's just like the few, the few notes that the producers probably need to either extend filming time, um, give us more than and be a bit seven more episodes, good. so everything is not condensed. I want more mess. <laughs> and mess that doesn't seem too planned. You know what I mean? Like yeah, just a little bit more. Yeah. Um, on our last note, I think this will probably be our last note before we wrap up on um our this you know this part of this week's episode if you had had like the opportunity to cast different people who would you have casted for this show um so do you want to go one one person each? like we say people each like just to give you time to think as well oh i could go first i'll go yeah. first I think it would have been nice to see Michali. I think that's, I mean, that's, you know, that's yeah, standard. That's standard. standard. Like, if we didn't say Michali, we'd be like, we'd just be wrong. Yeah, because she's definitely young, famous, and African. I mean, this is a girl, she was flewed out um, to that YouTube thing in Atlanta. Black. She went to black. YouTube Black. Like, that's a big fucking deal. The American one. Oh. She's been to, I think she, there was a trip her and Lassie's trip to Paris where they met other people. Coca-Cola, it was for Prague as well. They went to Prague. 
like she do be going like she clearly she takes she's young she takes the famous and she's african all naked dj takes is african i need a few more ticks papas <laughs> you need to find out a way to become famous or young because a couple of ticks i need a lot more ticks than just that i really feel like the one thing this show was missing was the young no one was young to me is 23 but then i guess it is kind of hard to be famous in you know an african country and be quite young you have to be you have to be pushing towards 30 but high it's not like there's nobody it's not yeah, like nobody, nobody guys but i think mitlali would have been a good addition um anyone for you i mean i was also gonna say mitlali as well perfect addition um i wouldn't have minded like a even like a boy tea, because let's be honest, Bonango is never going to do a show like that. She has her own show. Everybody, I thought about it and I'm like, Ew. yeah, like even if I wanted, she's not going to do that. Like she's, she's not, she's really she will work on getting a Netflix deal for being Bonango to now be streamed on Netflix. Like that is what she do it if it meant she gets a solo show at some point. Exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, I'm not even going to waste my time with that, but maybe like a boy tea. Um, yeah, even if you were thinking of a mini, a boy tea, someone like, again, I just feel like a lot of the young was really lacking. And think of people like Boiti and Mini. They are within that same age range as Nadia Nakai as well. So that would have been really cool. Um, yeah, even anyone, in my opinion, to be honest with you as well, in the South African music space as well, like a Casper, a, a major league DJ, like, Someone who, when a lot of us, if we're watching, these are people that globally, whether we like it or not, people know who the heck these people are. Like, you know, none of us, do we know Naked? No. We don't know who that man is. I, I, I knew him as Nanny's husband. That's it. <laughs> and imagine people like me who didn't even watch Real Housewives or Janet, but I didn't even know. So I'm like, okay. Naked DJ. Like, what's wrong? Even the name, I was like, Naked DJ. And even okay. like in terms of DJs, he's not very high up. Like, there's about at least 40 DJs we could name before we name names. You could have given me a Kent. Uh, I don't want to see if I'm going to DJ Cleo, even. Like, rather, naked DJ. I, mean, I know they weren't going to have money for a DJ. Um, what's his name? Fresh. But I think what's Enten Bali could have been a good. She yeah, Enten Bali could have been a good one. Her story line could then be, you know, she could have related with Annie and said, oh, yeah. I'm actually divorcing awesome. my dude. Like yeah. I was, I was where you were, but I'm leaving him. I, I'm, I'm in the road. <laughs> I'm, I'm on my way out. I don't know about you. You, you finna find me at the courthouse. Um, <laughs> I think that would have been a bit more interesting. I think, I think I know this is not Real Housewives, hundred percent. I know this is not a Real Housewives show, but I think if you wanted to focus on the girl dynamic, I think Kaylee was very lost. Kaylee, yes, she represented the she young. Just didn't belong. She was just the young. I'm not even and she didn't even mesh well with the group like that. Like you kept seeing, kind of even trying to force like, okay, you're with my brother. Okay, sharp. Okay, and then this even thing, like, like her. Yeah, like it's just like hi, Well, I don't know if that was the mindset, but like she just didn't mesh, even in like in terms of real life. And this is something that I hope that they do moving forward, right? Because you have a core cast. It doesn't mean that every single scene and every single frame of the show has to involve those cast members together. You know, with Real Housewives, you have a Nini, you have a person, you have a that person. You might see Nini doing whatever with 
Brent, other kids, oh. and whatever. oh, like you know, like someone even like other that. someone cheated at yeah, that. Like, it's, I don't have to because at this point, and now it's actually showing more than ever that these people are not really friends. And think about, for example, like when you watch Housewives, when you watch this, there are simply some scenes where the, that character is doing stuff with other people that aren't main cast members. It's life. It happens. That's what an actually. Sometimes we, I'm not coming to this group event, guys. I'm not. I really. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, someone said that they wish that they were shown, showing these people, like, yes, you've told us they're rich, but show us they're rich, like, show, like, them going shopping and trying to do normal things, like, you know, it's sometimes funny when it's, like, a real housewife, they're trying to do the shopping, and they're, like, oh, my gosh, let's get all this milk, and the helper's just, like, ma'am, you actually, you can see the helper's, like, you're actually making this harder than it normally I would have been in, had I done this on my own. I would have been in out. I would have been, been in the next aisle by now. You're here asking me, you know, how much do they sell caviar at Woolworths? It's like, ma'am, ma'am. No, one thing, you're you're taking time, you're taking time. So, Mm. um, yeah, that would have been nice. I think part of why I wanted to be in Nigeria next season is because I think it focused a lot on South Africa. I felt like there were a lot of South African cast members. They were, Mm. it was set in South Africa. I was just, I want more from, I want I want to the African aspect. Let's let's focus on the African. So I think if they want to do more, they should get a few more cast members, like build up this cast. Like, you know, I'm mm-hmm. um, for the most part, I don't want anyone to go. Let me not lie, I don't want anyone to go, but I think build up on it, you know, show us why Swanky's in this group. What where what is his where's his income? He was on the cover of GQ. Why was he on the cover? Was it GQ? I think it was. No, because he's a stylist. So even then, I think he styles people. Because I think if you remember at the end, that's when Naked was even saying, oh, like, I'll be honest, now I didn't even really know what you did or really looked into it like that. Did but basically, show, he's a stylist. Did they show us on that on the show, beloved? No, but it's, it's the same. Oh, sorry. It's the same as Zoya, the boss lady. I don't know why she's a boss. Like you said, oh, what, I, what, I, had to, I had to Google that. I think had they done, had they focused on the solo scenes they would they could have given us more context into these people because if you're insisting that these people are famous why don't i know them show me that i'm dumb like should make me feel dumb for not knowing who these people are that zari has a mining business zari you know sometimes is at the office that um swanky was styling bonang the other day show me that like show me even if it's not bonang but you, you, know, you know what i mean show me these show me and not just them spending money throwing parties it's a bit stupid it's 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 not a good measure it's not using my intelligence i'm i'm an intelligent person and this it, it's not very smart <laughs> mm-hmm. um i think yeah so a few more other you know other countries um Get, a, get people more in on that and get a core group of friends going and then branch that out. But I think keep bringing everybody back and Diamonds, Diamonds maybe film a bit more with him because he he was just, he was, I don't know if he was in or out. When you think yeah. he's out, he comes back. Either keep him or leave him on the playground. Leave him on the playground. If, if, if that's how little he's going to be shown, it's a bit of a waste. Um, and again, I just really want to drive back that I really hope that they start showing these people doing other stuff, even if it's not so much giving us context on why they are boss or why they are rich, just living their lives, like Zari doing a play date with somebody else, or this person doing a play date with somebody else, something, even if it's people that aren't even on the show, like I'm taking the kids here, I'm going to do this. And I know I, I get the, the, um, 
the vibe that they they probably feel like it's wrong because you have to get a lot of permission to film in certain places you have to get other people's permission about you know do they want to be on camera do they mind being filmed but unfortunately if you want to smash on your hands you simply can't cut corners you have to put in the work and you have to go the extra mile that's going to make us want to come back because as of now i don't even think the storyline or like the cliffhanger we're left on is enough for me to want to go back and watch you know what I mean? I would go back and watch maybe if we felt like, okay, we're going to discuss it for the podcast, but not because I really feel like, yo, I need to watch it. It's coming back. It's not the same way Selling Sunset was done, where it's like, Selling Sunset's coming back. Yo, can't wait for that. Or da, 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 da. obviously this was maybe two seasons ago, three, season three and four, Borex. but you get what I mean? Like uh, where I'm actually, for all Housewives, where even in their worst seasons, you still look forward to the next season of Housewives. You still wanna, you're still asking, bravo, where's the trailer? Like, you know, so if they're gonna wanna have a show like that on their hands, unfortunately, they're just gonna have to do the work and just not cut corners. But yeah, that's all I have to say. Um, so I think <clears throat> now's a good time to switch gears over to Candy and the gang. <sighs> yes. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Like, let the people know. I just think something that was a key factor in this episode is just how the lack of professionalism is doing everyone. Like, it's at that point I'm just like, you know, guys, like, <laughs> what about Inclone? What about Estima? So, like, Sarko, like, why don't you even have your shame for yourself like that you're acting this way? in a working environment like everything keeps shocking me and it's not just like one person it's many things first of all uh philip is just so rude like you know they keep saying stuff like oh he's so stern he's so this and i get it that's a black king right there i get it (laughs) you guys can see leo right now (laughs) they're doing a lot of inappropriate things right now but that's my that's um, my man Everybody's talking about my man, my, my man, man, my man. Uh-uh, but like, he's just so rude. Like the intro with, I think his name is Torin, was just so like unnecessary. It's like, yo, ah, uh-uh, Philip, like, come on, like, come on. Um, Even him going to Don Juan and then want to be like, oh, big bird over there. It's like, you're now crossing that line where you were saying, you know, things need to change around here. And now you two are like saying you these are, things. That you are one of the things that need to change. You're one of the things that need to change. Like, why Why are you going to another... First of all, you report to Don Juan. So now you're going to your manager, essentially, and going to bitch about another employee. That is just not professional. And you're the same person who, like, is saying, you know, things need to change around here. People need structure. People need this. And the old jobs that you're working at, at the hotel or whatever restaurants you're working at, that would never fly. Um, even the fact that he's sitting there with Candy and Don Juan and saying, well, if that's the case, then he could just report to you. How can you tell your, your boss that, well, I'm not doing something that you asked me to do? How do you sit there and decide that, well, sorry, not doing it? It doesn't make sense. Um, and it's quite interesting to me that even later on with the conversation about Brian, he was having with Don Juan and he walked out on Don Juan. It's like, you keep commenting about how the people here um, don't or are not a fan of authority. And you're doing the exact same thing. You have all this chat for Candy and Don Juan. They're part of the problem. Maybe it's that you too. Because let's face it, we keep, comp- or you guys keep, you know, highlighting how busy it is. 
there's not enough staff or it's so busy people are being uh, waiting for up to an hour blah 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 blah. yet you're sending people home and suspending people each time you have a fight there was Shandrika this week now it's Brian yet you're already short-staffed or there's like the staff is already overwhelmed and each week because you're beefing someone each day somebody has to go home or be offended I mean suspended because they offended you it's just it's just annoying um and it's just little things like Brandon apparently coming in late you decide to sit at the bar and you feel like oh I'm not the one who's a bartender so I'm not gonna attend to it you're the manager like what does that mean <laughs> you are telling people even the whole thing with Brian about him getting in trouble um for sitting at the bar fine granted they're not supposed to do that but you guys as managers also just aren't setting examples like it's not enough to be like oh I'm a manager so I can do this that doesn't make sense like even when I worked fashion retail um if you work especially as a sales advisor or assistant you can't have your phone on you um and even then our managers who or our managers are people who are you know when you're working in vm or whatever people that are allowed to have their phones on them they still wouldn't just be whipping out their phones anyhow because you are trying to set a general precedent you're supposed to set a good example so the fact that you feel like oh I, i'm i'm a manager so i don't know about you it just doesn't make sense to me you're sitting there eating while the place looks filthy people aren't being seated the person who's supposed to do drinks is late the fact that the person who's supposed to do drinks can even be that late is already a problem you decide it's not your role so you're not doing anything but you're the manager it just doesn't make sense again even in retail when we would be short-staffed managers literally jump on tills because we need to keep it moving we need to keep it going how can you sit down and be like sorry i'm not a i'm not a sales assistant so y'all gonna sort that out that was so wild to me how are you gonna sit your ass there eating you're eating you're on your phone like I think my worry about this show is that this is a restaurant why would I watch this and then think oh let me go support Candy's business let me go have I would I saw those dishes dishes the sink whatever that was so disgusting and I really wish they hadn't shown that because you guys look crazy you actually look crazy trying to feed people like it's a it's not like selling sunset where it's like buying a house you know it's like you know at least if they know nice people who have nice houses that's going to happen regardless of what their office looks like but if it's an establishment where i have to put this into my mouth where i could i could get sick if you guys cross contaminate or you know i get food poisoning i could that could actually happen and i could sue you like you realize that so i think that maybe they didn't think that through because showing us that sink was disgusting for one, showing us that managers, if their subordinates aren't in, they're just gonna sit, they're fine with, they're fine with queues um, running around the block. They're fine with people not getting served because they are, they are a manager. That shows, that is not a sign of a good manager. A good manager is able, knows the work that their subordinates do. And is like, you know what, if one of you are not in, regardless of what happens, there's no point thinking I'm like going, oh, you aren't in, you aren't in, come in now. You are not here, you're not physically here. No matter how many times I call you, Atlanta traffic is long. It's going to take you a while to get here. Let me just do my thing. It's just giving that he either doesn't know the job or he's just not a good people. He's not good at managing people. And that's the vibe I get. Cute as hell though, but not very good at managing people. And I think it just all stems from the top that there was a tweet that I sent to you, Anisu, where it was like, Candy's just worried about making money and that's it. She doesn't invest in um, the people who work for her. 
the systems, you know, the, the area, like if you were worried about that, you would, you know, you would care about this kind of stuff. You'd care that your manager doesn't actually, do you, does the manager actually know the work that, you know, some of these people do? He shouldn't be asking someone who is clearly dealing with some shit to kind of tap in and do like, I felt really bad for him. I felt really bad for Brian, I think his name was. Um, if he's a recovering alcoholic or he's, you know, trying to battle his demons, he should not be forced to handle alcohol. Like, yes, I know it's an establishment, but at the end of the day, in a restaurant, there are other jobs aside from serving alcohol. Like, and it wouldn't be crazy to want him, for him to not want to be around alcohol. This is different from if this was a mic club, then I'd be like, boy, you're in the wrong place. But if his job, I'm not, I think his job is like on food. And his job isn't even like, it's literally taking orders and serving. So he's not even like meant to be the bartender anyway. So the fact that, you wow. know, this person is recovering, um, you know, d- recovering from drug addiction and alcohol addiction. Drugs? Yeah, both. Like remember when he went to his thing with Tori and he said both. So he was like pre-pandemic before the alcohol oh, because of the system. Already on drugs as well. Yeah, he was already on drugs as well. So I'm like, this is someone who, who's recovering from two addictions. And because somebody else is late and the manager wants to sit and eat after coming in late because that's not his role. Now this person now has to go and do drinks. No. And only for Philip to come and say, why are you being snappy? It, it was, I also really felt like that. that's wrong. That's very, very wrong, man. And I, I also noted that this is going to be bad for the old lady gang. Like, as in terms of business, this is going to be fucking terrible because I too, I, I never had plans of going there anyway. But now I'm like, dude, even if I was in Atlanta and I was like, oh, I want to do something cool and touristy or to take off, like, oh, I managed to do that. It's not going to be the OLG I'm headed at because, like you said, that scene was disgusting. The sources on the floor, things are dirty. This is that and the third. While somebody can even sit there and eat while looking at that catastrophe as well. And you're the manager. And that tweet you sent was very accurate because I just think this is just me from a business perspective. If I have no background in a certain business that I am I, I'm starting, I'm going to outsource people that have expertise in that field. Even when you're in interviewing people, because I have no experience working in hospitality or food or catering, the people that are supposed to, or I'm supposed to hire to be a manager are people like Philip who have worked, da, da, da. Now, Philip sucks, cool, but he's got the experience and it's valid why he's there. The things he's saying are even in line with things actually being run with structure. Is his delivery off? Yes, but unfortunately, the things that he's also saying about the people are also still correct. There is no structure. People aren't working right. You can't hire people on vibes. And unfortunately, I feel like the people that Candy has hired is, is and on loyalty. vibes. Yeah, vibes and loyalty. But even before loyalty, right? Fine, there's family members. But then the other people that aren't her family members, when she initially hired them, it was vibes. And I was like, okay, this is okay. It's not that terrible. Might as well keep them. You can't do that. You're not investing in customer service. Now, worst of all, when people watch this show, they're going to be like, eh, this is why. Imagine if you're someone who's been to OLG and you've been on a day where you had to be, you've had to, you were made to wait for a long time. You're going to be like, oh, the lights went out. You, these people didn't even have a generator. That time, this is what's happening while they're delaying opening the doors because this is all the madness that's happening while I'm waiting to be seated to order food. I'm never going back there again. It's simply just not going to be that way. And I just don't, even the fact that like in Candy and Todd's confessional, 
that Todd also thinks he's doing something and he'll be saying all the shit you're saying. Yeah, that's what we need. That's all you got. It. It's too late. First of all, shut your mouth. Because <laughs> you too, you don't know what you're doing. Everything is on vibes. So unfortunately, until then, you guys are going to keep having catastrophic scenes in this place because ah, there's no structure. Nothing makes sense. Yeah, it's giving management. It, management sucks from the top down. Like management, it's not that you know, the people at the top are going to be okay. And then it's the employees that are the problem. If there's a bad culture at the top, it's going to permeate down. If there's not someone saying, guys, that sink is dirty. We need that sink cleaned now. If there's no one doing that, if the manager's okay with that and they're on their phone eating, Instagramming, whatever, why would anyone below him care? And that's even what Brian said at the time that him and the Ricardo guy were sitting. Um, I think they said, well, we're following management. Everyone's making a fuss about us sitting down. Management literally sat down here. So it's not enough. For, it's simply not enough for you to come and say, oh, well, I'm a manager. Those rules don't apply to me. Like the good old saying goes, a fish rots from the head down. If at the top there's a mess, you guys are doomed. And that's what's happening. The fact that actually, even when Torin and Philip had the exchange and he went to tell Candy, and Candy was just like in a professional, well, I really hope, you know, they fix it or they sort it out because she's just like... Whatever, it's making me money cool. And it's, it's just poor to watch. That's all she knows. I mean, <laughs> Candy's a boss, I guess. Uh, I guess. <laughs> I guess. And I think it's actually also just such a shame that, like, even for herself and the brand, like, for a good few years, all of us knew, okay, one thing about Candy, she's going to chase a check. Okay, cool, she's a boss. Now, after watching this, I'm like, you're silly. You're silly. It's, it's a joke at this point. So, yeah. Yeah, I can't take her seriously or, you know, I think it's making, putting her in a bad light and I can't take her seriously, her business ethic, her business, you know, the way she operates her business. It just does not look like she's the reason why she's successful. It's other people running around making money for, which I guess when you've worked hard, you know, you can delegate and give it to your manager to do, but no one will ever be as invested in your business working out as you. If they're getting their bills paid at the end of the month, they're able to pay their rent, able to buy a Louis Vuitton, what, what, what. Why should they care if, you know, the sinks are clean, if there's electricity? Oh. If you don't, I won't either. I won't either because it's not my company for me to be putting all my time, effort, and energy into it. Like, if you don't care, I certainly am not going to come and kill myself over it. Like I said, the company's not mine. So that's between you and your God. Um, yeah, so I really just, I just hope they can sort it out. Um, and I, I don't know, um, for something funny, I noticed, don't you feel like Aunt Bertha don't like nobody? Like, it doesn't matter who, she don't like nan one of them bitches. Like, not a single person, every, she, everybody be making that lady mad. <laughs> everybody. And have you never come across like old people who just, at some age, because Aunt Bertha's yeah. age, like at some age, they just don't like anybody. They don't want to be nah. disturbed. Leave me alone. I don't want to talk. I don't want to eat. I'm fine. Don't greet me. Yeah. It's fine. I don't. And they're like, oh, you look cute. No, I don't. Ow, Aunt Bertha. <laughs> like, they're just grumpy as hell. So I get it, Miss Girl. Like, you stay out of the way. You stay out of my way. I'm gonna stay out of yours. So funny, because like we said, I think we said this last week, like you would think Aunt Nora's um, the younger one. And she's the oldest, she's 84. Um, but she seems to just be just a little bit more jovial, 
she also for some reason whatever i mean people age differently she also happens to look younger but she just she's always in a much better mood than our birthdays <laughs> um but think about it mama dress also is just always tripping on something like you need someone to you know balance the scales our mama dress is always angry about something angry at somebody offended that somebody didn't do this oh god so you need that balance and i think aunt nora is that balance and you know you can see she looks young she looks healthy i'm bertha i'm bertha needs to start smiling or something god don't like ugly <laughs> no i hear you but those are my only thoughts on Ken and the gang and like i said you know i hate to be that person but candy bores me so much and this whole show the moment a new show comes and this show isn't done i'm out of here i think they we've jumped too quickly into wanting to care about the servers now mm. patrick gushing patrick's girlfriend giving him a bbl whatever that was um the the what is it i'm surgical lipo <sighs> whatever i'm bored chef. i'm bored there's nothing they can do and the fact that she even now has a confessional i'm like you guys are doing too much now why did she make a confessional i mean i imagine there's gonna be drama between i get it pat Pat Uh, um, what's her name safari and chandrika yeah patrick and chandrika used to used to get it in so Mm. i mean i don't know it's giving storyline it doesn't really make sense but if they say I think, that, yeah, there's, there's definitely going to be a story there because Patrick had said we're, we're uninviting her, but I don't think he's actually going to uninvite her because even when she said that, I was like, at the end of the day, it would make sense if you rather said, okay, please can that not happen again because he's already given the invite and he gave it to everyone at the table, like all of his co-workers. It's so mad to, to then say to him, he must go and uninvite her, knowing that they're going to keep working together and things are going to be weird, like it's just not it's, it's not it's a not good it's not realistic yeah and like we've always said even from selling sunset times it just doesn't make sense to be beefing like your co-workers like you're going to see these people every single day we're still a restaurant that's open probably seven days a week ciao please it's gonna get to a point i'm gonna have to ask candy to fire her so, exactly especially because i'm candy's um nephew little cousin whatever so she's gonna have to go and you're always going to be like, well, that's your aunt. Why can't you ask her this? Like, there's always going to be something. Um, so that was unrealistic. But enough of that, please. But moving on swiftly to the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Um, where do I begin? I think it's another episode of Jen, Jen, Jen. Jen was the girl to talk about this episode. This not even like, Teresa was talking about Jen. Like everybody can't keep that lady name out their mouths. The men, the women, I, everybody. I would like us to start this episode. The men's behavior was so disgusting. Like they really expected Bill to throw his wife under the like his wife, even if he hadn't cheated on her before, even if he never done a single thing against her. You wanted him to talk bad about his wife and agree with you that my wife was out of line. I would never- and even when he has done those things, right? The fact that she's chosen to stay in that marriage, you, they still need to give her that respect. That, that is still his wife. The and mother what, of his children. And you want him to throw her under the bus for you. Mind you, you guys- none of these men do the same thing. 
none of these men no actually one expect them. No one expects them no, to. No Joe is not pulling Marge aside and saying that was wrong. Missy bitch. No one. No. Has, no one has Joe, that of Marge. Of the other Joe G is not is not pulling Melissa aside and saying no that was wrong. No, he's not. He's right. Especially Joe. I actually expect so much more from Joe because I even said the other week that now that they're in this space where they're good together or they, they, they're not beefing or whatever, they're in a good place in their marriage, Joe actually pulls up and rides for Mel or Melissa or whatever. So mm. why is it that you expect somebody else to throw their wife under the bus for you? That doesn't make sense. On live TV as well. Because that's the thing that people, I feel like sometimes we carry away about. At the end of the day, this is also still real life. As much as it's a scripted reality show to some extent, people on TV might not see me throw my wife under the bus for what? It just simply doesn't make, make sense. I was really disgusted by them. And that's why I'm like, when they're calling you guys bitch boys, long may continue because that's disgusting. Why are you guys so inner? Even after the, the thing, after that boys night and Joe is there with Marge and they're just skinning. I said, I know everyone is going to debrief, right? But the two of you, you have nothing else in your life to talk about but Louis and Trey. Every day, every day, Louis and Trey, Louis and Trey, Louis and Trey, Louis and Trey, Louis and Trey. What are Louis and Trey doing? I wonder what, like, they're always, they're always on you guys' minds. You guys are giving obsessed. Do you know that we're on, is this not episode, what is this, 13? Five? Ten? No. I'll check, why? I don't know. All I'm saying is one episode, whatever, and that's what we've gotten from Margaret this entire season. Louis Trajan. That's no, cool. No, no. I, mean, I, I don't believe anyone has to have a personal storyline, but girl, at least try. Episode seven. Uh, some, even if it's, you know, <laughs> support the other housewives, something. This this week, fine, she called Dolores and she was there getting Terry out over her friend. Cool. But anything else, like, how is it episode nine or ten, and this is the first time you're showing anything else but Louis Trey and Jen? And you know what's funny? Like I feel like with Bravo Twitter, you know what I'm gonna say? They give the White Housewives such a pass. Like none of this could be happening on Potomac and Atlanta, and they wouldn't be trying to boo that wife, that housewife off the show. Say it louder. Say it louder. They would be trying to, why is she here? Why the other time I'm um, the other night, sorry, I saw a tweet about how it's quite sad that Shamari didn't get a second season. And I actually agree. I don't know if that was by her own. Yeah, no, it is. I don't know if it was by her own deal, but remember how he's the role that Gertie played? I felt like Shamari played that. And she had her own personal storyline as well. The stuff about the kids, her husband, the sign, the third, also her husband being is she actually wasn't a boring housewife because even in that season, she an alcoholic. Yeah, like she actually had a storyline. <laughs> I mean, they called her that, but <laughs> you she know what I mean? Like, like, she came she off had like a storyline. She was trying to get back into singing as well. There was obviously that about the, you know, the alcohol, the stuff to do with the husband. Like, you know, there was literally a number of different things that were touched on. And in general, she wasn't really beefing like that with people to the point where it's like, you know, she she's always at people's necks. Like she was generally good vibes. You have a conflict with the main housewife. You have all your other personal storylines. It's more than enough to keep this person coming because we have the likes of Candy keeps coming back. And her beef with Marlo was funny as hell. As fuck. <laughs> like it was entertaining. She said, you're the only con- <laughs> convict I know with a list. 
She also said, you're the only woman I know with a square reader between your legs. No, you, you guys tell me that lady didn't deserve another season. That's a lie. Yeah, That's but I think lie. she was, I just don't think she was a very good fit. I, I don't think she was the usual Atlanta girl. I think she was a, she was a bit rough around. The, the same thing could be said about Tanya. And Tanya got multiple seasons before she vanished off the bolo. <laughs> Gone and never to be seen again. That, that's rude. Uh, not too much, I miss Tanya. No, but that's much. literally what happened. Not too much. Remember how everyone on Bravo Twitter was talking about how, how Paul probably found out and he said, you're not going back there again. Them hoes. You want to <laughs> have... That's grab you dead. Like, you know when he grabs your lip you know that 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 meme, that one meme that's been terrorizing Twitter for years. So it's like mm. mashing. <laughs> like if I slap, you want to go hang out with Porsche and them hoes again? Not not on my watch. Nope. And unfortunately, nah. Bravo also did a lot. Like I know they have the rights to footage and stuff, and these women know when they sign the contract. But when you actually think of that bachelorette party, the footage at night when they were humping each other, I was like, you guys are not believe this. I mean, like I was thinking. I they could have they guys. could have just done audio. I would have rather audio. Guys, and you can see that there's a last season, like fine, it was a little bit more boring. And obviously they were shooting or filming during COVID. But everyone is not treading a safer line because you don't know what Bravo is going to release. What do you mean? Did you not see for me anyway, Atlanta? I just feel like following that season, that bolo season. When it came to season 13, everyone was playing it a lot safer. Season 13 or what? Atlanta. But that was season 13. No. There hasn't Remember been... the... Okay, so 12. No, because Drew wasn't on the show yet. Oh, no, she was. Drew was there, babes. That was... That was oh, my that God. Was How long has it been since Atlanta came out? It's been a while, actually. It was out this time last year. I think it ended like this time. Oh, also. so Drew's don't even know. Guys, I'm terribly mistaken. Just before That's it was, it ended just before summer. Like the weather was nice. The weather was nice before when it ended. Anyway, back to the point. But your I point. just think, oh, then never mind. Because I'm wondering, did you mean Atlanta or did you mean other housewives? I'm like, now nah, then I guess the rest of the season is just boring. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> all of this is to say, yeah, they didn't have to do them like that. They just did not. They did them dirty. <gasps> very, very dirty. I, so Bolo was the same season as Fallon. Yeah. That season, that season, there was a lot going. Like, <laughs> and also think about it, because that season ended, and then like two, three weeks after it ended, now we're seeing Portia with Simon, like, because also if someone actually pointed this out, if you clock in the reunion, someone said something, watch it again, one of the parts, someone said something to the effect of Porsche seeing someone, but you don't want anyone to know who he is. Like someone was alluding to the fact that they knew that Porsche was with Simon at that time. Like, I like I'll, I'll try, I'll try, I'll need to watch it. I don't think I'll find the tweet, but basically, People knew that Portia was seeing, like I think they knew that other, well, some one of the other women knew that Portia, you don't, you wouldn't want anyone. The way they explain Atlanta, it sounds like it's small, so someone was bound to know even way before it hit the end. Even before, yeah, even before it was announced that the person you're seeing, like where were you? I think the question was, 
where were you something like where were you or the person you were seeing we don't talk about that something like that because also if you think about it why didn't Portia if Portia was single why didn't she own it she fucked Bolo if she like if she was single like she says she was why it means someone would care if she had fucked Bolo I think she would already been seeing she was talking or at least talking to someone yeah that you know would have been concerned about her getting fucked by a stripper this isn't even about Atlanta. We've even sidetracked. But all I was trying to say is if the same behavior was being exhibited by a black housewife, yeah. everyone bring her off the franchise. Like the way Marge has been able to just coast through the season and her whole storyline has been Jen, Louis, Trey. It's only today that she's been there for Dolores and even then it's all of two seconds. It still went back to Jen, Jen, Jen. Like that can't be pardon me, your storyline in its entirety. And I still feel like this specific season of New Jersey, I don't know what past seasons have been like, mm-hmm. but there's just not enough storyline going around. Like, we're, we're just circling around Jen and Bill and Louis and Trey. I don't feel like there's much else. Fine, today we touched on Melissa um, and her family and her daughter, and that maybe is going to be explored a little bit more. But... Melissa, Even then, is, it's enough. She's so fake to me. She's so whack. She's so whack. Like, even when she was saying to a child, unfortunately, that's not an option. That pissed me off so much. Like, there's nothing, I, I mean, I'm not a parent, so I don't know what it would be like. But I just don't like it when people forget that, yes, your child may be this, and sometimes teenagers do make irrational, rush decisions. But yeah. at the end of the day, if she keeps saying to you, I don't want, I don't want, She's already unhappy about the move, about this, about that. And you're busy telling her, well, sorry, you don't have a choice. You're going to keep doing this. She's turning 16 and you want to keep forcing someone to do something that they don't want to do. Why? Like, what was the reason? Why? Like, you know, that may be your child, but that is still a person at the end of the day. That's an individual that should be able to make decisions for themselves based on whatever they feel like doing at the time, obviously within reason. Um, she's so whack because now when she's with her friends all of a sudden she feels so bad and uh, part of me is so mad at myself as well I would have rather she just shut up and didn't bring or it up crying all. in the confessional just shut up you really you really you really don't like her mm. and that's why I'm like I even get to the point where I delay watching the show because I'm just like <sighs> just so it's hard to get through i get what you mean yeah and even especially i think for me it's one thing the women being a certain way but this week the men like even the fact that people like tiki had the nerve to be like i mean what are we supposed to do i keep hearing all of this we've seen everything on the internet so not too much sir even tracy Tracy having the nerve to ask you and he's like oh my wife is this well now you are you the one who should be investigate investigator of relationships that was a babysitter and ended up taking that person's <laughs> I, I mean think, not taking because you can't take someone from someone but just in the position that you to get back asked. into her messy era and ask them if i ask these questions how would you feel how would you feel and i think that's also yeah tracy is just doing way too much tracy is now she's commenting on teresa's relationship with melissa i get she's melissa's friend but not too much and even she's commenting on jen as well it's like not too much like why are you always too, talking so much? Like you got here just the other day. It's your third day you out. You barely made it through the door. <laughs> it's your third day out here, and you have so much to say. And so much uh, negative stuff to say. 
nothing is constructive, nothing is helpful. Oh, if she would just say sorry, she would apologize to the lady after you do what she did. To apologize to her family. Did you? Quickly. Since you're, so, since you're so keen on apologies, did you give those people an apology? Quickly. Ugh, it's so annoying. And then, like I said, just the fact that people like Tiki even have so much to say and even Evan, I'm like, Evan, you're just vexed because you're afraid that, and it's so sad even in the grand scheme of things, and I'm I'm glad that, you know, Dolores at least, it looked like in that scene that she kind of somewhat got through to them, like, do you guys understand that you brought something up that the lady had buried? We're not excusing the fact that she does this, she does this, but the things are not on the same level. It goes back to um, Potomac and Giselle bringing up the storyline about Eddie. You know, you're saying you know it's fake, you know it's not real, but the fact that you've spoken about it and brought it up on the show, it's not going to be Why did you do that? About. You know it's not going to be sto- spoken about, and now it's part of the official storyline. Same thing with Jen. Not only is she having to deal with telling her family, her friends, whatever, her kids for the first time, then she knows that it's not all over the internet. Because her now kids that are going to see it on TikTok. Her kids are going to see it on TikTok. Now it's also on the show. So she knew that months from now, this is also going to play out on TV for everyone to see. People that know me, people that don't know me, other people that would have known her that aren't maybe in her immediate circle and okay. aren't her family members. Now they're privy to that information as well. The rest of us who are watching the show, we're here on a podcast and discussing it. People are talking about it on TikTok and Twitter threads. It's now out there on Front Street for everyone to see. And the fact that Marge... And give their opinion on. You know, and the fact that Marge would just keep circling back to... um, I mean, I was just there. You know, I just wanted to make her know that she's a hypocrite. It's like, you're doing these things out of, like, spite and get your aha moment. But, like, at what cost? Like, this is someone's life, you know? Not to say it would be okay then, but... you. If she didn't have kids, if it wasn't the fact that it's playing out on TV or she has to tell all her family members, that would be better. But this is affecting how many people's lives or for you to get your aha. And at what cost? Because even someone tweeted a few weeks ago that it's just interesting to see how Marge just can't seem to get the relation that you're calling her a hypocrite, but it's not even hypocritical to be honest with you because the person who did something is Bill the things that she still did, you still did them. So not like still the same as you, where it's like she was calling out both of you guys for cheating. With Marge, with Jen, Jen was cheated on. This is a thing of pain and just the lack of care, the lack of that this is, you're doing this to another woman. It's just, it shows you how bad of a person Marge actually is. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think it's just little things like that that make it hard to watch. Like, um, and even apart from hard, like hard, sorry, I needed to step it up because right now I'm snoozing. Like, uh, it's feel like it's at not, this point. Yeah, it's not as bad as Candy and the Gang, but it's close. It's close. It's really close. Like, again, if there were another two shows that came, these are getting knocked out. In fact, with New Jersey, I might be like, let me just finish it for the sake of finishing it. Candy mm. again, okay. <laughs> but I just wish it, it wouldn't even come to that because with me, when it comes to watching Housewives, it's something that I really like and enjoy so much that I don't expect this to be my experience with the Housewives franchise. And I don't think I'm giving the show the benefit of the doubt and saying that I don't think it's always been like this. But there's just something about the season that's like, it's not up to par. Well, it's not what I expected out of it anyway. It's not what the girls said it was. At all. 
but ah, uh, I don't know, Sham. I mean, we still have quite a few episodes to go, so we're gonna keep on keep keeping on. I don't know if you had any other thoughts. No, my F, I think that just about sums up all my thoughts on the shows we watched this week. Um, I'm really glad you suggested we watched Young, Famous, and African. I think it was really... I wish I watched it slower so that we could have done three episodes, four episodes. But I think with the way interest goes, it does make sense to do it as soon as possible. Especially with binge culture now, like, everyone watched... <laughs> Were you not... Like- were you not the one defending the binge the bingers when I said because my life is boring? I don't know what you want me to say. It's, it's giving jobs. It's giving jobs. Now, can I you people can come and throw around that word jobless? What am I supposed It's a weekend. I'm not working on the weekend anyway. Why why didn't you why didn't you have anything else to do? Why you know you, you weren't gonna I go told out. you my life is boring. No, not for the streets party. every weekend. What, what do you call me? Party party warrior. I can't kill that even you party life of the party. <laughs> what a party going to stop till I get here. <laughs> sorry. So I'm like, yo, sorry. No, I should be saying sorry too. Who, no, who, no. Did I, <laughs> Anis, who did I offend? Who did I offend? <laughs> hey, with my team. Who no, no, you know what's funny? You you want to call people jobless. Yeah, you can call you life of the party. I'm wrong. No. You went beneath the jail cell with that one. You went to hell. You went to hell. You went to hell. Oh, not maybe hell. You went just a, no. just a underground. You went to the underground. Right. Oh, like, Sorry, my life is boring, guys. Sheesh. Because it's it, it, plus it's fun to call things jobless. It's just it's it, like yeah, once you say jobless. jobless. No, the, and you know when when those tweets came out, the people were mad. The tumble washers, they were so mad to be called jobless. Oh, <laughs> because when you call someone, it's like it's triggering. Like you can't call me jobless and think I'm not gonna call out I'm your not parents. React. <laughs> I'm going to say something about your mother. Like <laughs> watch your mouth. I'm gonna say something about her and her call. Hey. Like, hey. <laughs> like you're getting too excited. I can see you excited. Calm down. down bring it down you're you're on a nine or a ten and i'm need you to bring it down to three <laughs> because right now you're having a bit too much fun way too much you're trading on what is it the, the next thing you're trading on thin ice yeah you, you, you're dancing on my last no <laughs> once that one is gone yeah you're not gonna like what you're gonna see Um, but guys, thanks for tuning in to episode 20 of the Reality Check podcast. Um, I really hope you guys enjoyed today's segment. As usual, you know, talk to us, join the conversation, use the hashtag that is R-E-A-L-I-T-Y-C-H-K-P-O-D on both Twitter and Instagram. And the accounts or our pages on both pro- platforms, sorry, are spelled the exact same way. So um, hit us up. Um, from now, we will also be taking, you know, like invites or anything or requests if you guys want to join the show, join the episodes, um, talk to us about a certain show. As Let long us as know. Not diamonds and dolls. No. Oh, please. Sorry, Nandi, my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> diamonds and dolls. No way. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. No way. But, um, yeah, just shoot us a DM on either Twitter or Instagram and let us know that you want to join the conversation. And yeah we can try and make something happen. I've been Nesu. And I'm Leo. And until next week, bye. Bye.